0: and
1: BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now.
0: All right, everyone, welcome into another episode of The Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. I'm your host Drew,
1: and I'm BJ.
0: And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball today. And it's been a while, almost exactly a year to be a matter of fact, <laughs> that we dropped an NCAA episode, but we are dropping one today. We've got some teams on the bubble trying to make that big March Madness tournament, and we're going to talk about those teams on both the men's and the women's side. got plenty of college basketball content coming for you in the month of March because the madness is around the corner, and it's time to get hyped.
1: Yeah, Drew, it, it was it was a mad start to the month, and we weren't even into March when all this happened. But we'll talk more about that here in just a moment.
0: And we will spare the majority here and not do a two-hour-long episode, <laughs> as our last college episode was, doing both brackets hey, in one. I had a
1: lot of fun. That's all that matters. It was
0: fun. It was fun. <laughs> People really liked the college episode. It was just a, just a little long. Just a
1: little long. too much, just but a Those
0: little dedicated bit. college people, they listen. They stayed on. They, if mm-hmm. you were on a road trip looking for some content, by God, you had a two hour trip. We filled your entire drive.
1: Hey, look at, so, okay. you know, if you're going to one of those regional sites for the first round or whatnot, I mean, there's ample time for you to listen in the car while you're driving.
0: Exactly. Giving you plenty of content. And. We will have one of these episodes behind our paywall, so be on the lookout for that. Make sure, if you haven't used that free trial yet, it's the time to use it when those new exclusive episodes go down. Um, but you got a couple of weeks, so uh, be on the lookout for that when that drops. BJ, are
1: you ready? Yes, Drew. I'm always ready, Drew.
0: He's always ready, he says.
1: If that's it for Lion Men, I know we were talking the other night about uh, like their chances of making it in you know, if they got to this point and then lost, if they got to this point, blah, 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 blah. blah. And then, you know, uh, their chances if they lost last night. Um,
0: There's no so way they make it in.
1: You don't think so?
0: I think they're out now. They got beat by the bottom seed, bro.
1: Yeah, Get I mean, at that's... Home. This, at yeah, home. yeah. And it, it was... But at the same time, it was a three-point game. And, you know, I mean, are you not allowed to have one off night in March? I just, I don't know. Uh, I, let's I mean, see how, let's BJ, see how, was
0: it an off night or did they lose to the worst team in that tournament? I mean, as a top five
1: seed, what was it an off night or was there just one team that was more hungry for it because they thought that's the only way their chances of keeping their season live. That's what the, that's the best thing about you answer that tournament.
0: question. Cause you said it's an off night. And now you're saying, is it somebody who's hungrier than the other?
1: Which I, said, I mean, it could be both. Which is, I, no, I was, can't. No, it can't. I, yes, it can. I was making a, a, a point. I was saying that it could be both. I was being rhetorical with the question aspect of it.
0: Well, BJ, I think that if they're in at all, they're the bottom seed and they're going to have the toughest game in the first round. But I don't think that they're in, to be honest with you. And it's nothing against Coach Rose and what yeah. he does with his program. Yeah. I just think it was a bad loss.
1: Yeah, it is and it's not home court great, advantage. it's not a great yeah. loss obviously. It's not a great loss, but at the same time that's the the, the thing is like they lost three straight home games in the year. They they didn't lose like they lost three of four, I think. So it, it's more of that that's concerning as opposed to you know like before 2 weeks ago they were, you know, like 16 and 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 5 and now they're 17 and 8 with, you know, losses in three of their last four. In fact, no, it's four of their last five they lost because they lost yeah. the UT Tyler.
0: It's pretty bad. So,
1: yeah, it's a little concerning.
0: Shaky, but, as they say.
1: Yeah, shaky. But let's see. Let me look and see. I
0: want to see that. Where's that preview at? Where's the, um, the first look at the
1: the region? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, the, uh, okay, here's... Here's last week's uh, regional rankings. Uh, Let's see. I'm putting it in private chat now.
0: Okay. So, UT Tyler, St. Edwards, Angeles State. St. Edwards in there with an overall record of 12 and 11. Yeah, I was going to say in region record is this is really weird.
1: Let's see here. I'm looking uh, for, uh, see if there's any new regional rankings.
0: Oh, man, that's old. What's that? This From last week? one. Yeah, uh, well,
1: they haven't, I don't think they've dropped anything, uh, since, cause this says through games, uh, February 20th. So either they're not doing a next to last one, uh, or, you know, or it hasn't come out yet. It may.
0: They probably won't. They'll probably wait until they just announce the bracket at this point. Yeah. Right? I, I, well, the no, point, they might was, drop one in the midst of the tournament.
1: I was going to say, I always thought there the was one. Change it. I was going to say, I always thought there was one just before the conference tournament. And then yeah. there was the Sunday. It'll probably happen today. Right.
0: Yeah. Then in fact, I'll if, check it. Then the conference tournament could change things. Like if, I don't know well what if uh the bottom seed wins the tournament like does that that's put them a bid in? thief yes that's, yeah that's, yeah any exactly.
1: any uh, that's an auto bid and they call yeah. them bid thieves yeah uh, that that's the same with uh division one as well
0: yeah so um i mean that could happen to us um yeah. and i don't remember could, who else lost it, i think it, there was another upset too
1: i can check uh that's the thing, though. It, it used to be an issue when there was the RMAC, the LSC, and the Heartland. Now that the Heartland's gone and has been pretty much absolved, there's only potential for two bid thieves. So you bidding at five in that one is a little bit precocious, but you could still suffer, you know, have two bid thieves come in and, and be at seven, essentially. Okay, so here's what or, happened.
0: We had St. Edwards beat... Uh, Arkansas Fort Smith, nine over the eight. Okay. We got beat by Kingsville, 12 over the five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Midwestern State took care of business on UT Tyler. Oh. I think that was it. I'm only seeing one, two, three games. Nope, here's the fourth one. Angelo State took care of business in OT by one on UT Permian Basin. So <laughs> half of the first round games were upsets. The 12 and the nine move on. Mm-hmm. And now it's, And that 8-9
1: is always just a coin flip essentially.
0: Yeah. Now it's Kingsville Kingsville versus St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Possible upset and St. Edward's versus Lubbock Christian. I don't see the yeah. Lubbock Christian thing happening, but the Kingsville thing, who knows. Um and then there's still possible yeah. upsets of Angelo as a 7 over King, uh um So you said t- UT Angelo's Angelo's already in.
1: You see you said UT Tyler's uh lost? Yes so and they were nine so that uh that doesn't help them uh basically at this point what you got to worry about uh and we I can think, look at the RMAC. hold on
0: i think kingsville was the only one okay so ones that are in Lubbock christian wt um commerce angelo st edward UT, tyler so mm-hmm. angelo and saint edwards are those outside teams um so Midwestern's not in.
1: No, they were no, not. No, the in six in. seed. They were. I mean, that's weird. Okay. St. Mary's isn't even in there. They're the four seed.
0: See, see that. I don't e- That's I don't another even... thing that's problematic now. So I see now that we're looking at these even more dynamics now. Bj, St. Mary's isn't but, in. But Midwestern look, isn't in. And that's the one that's on top let, and below them.
1: Let's 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 ask this though: Is it because they are ineligible? I mean, and I don't know if for St. Mary. I, I, they might be, but I, I don't. Know, I don't think more for the uh, the NCAA. I don't know if that's why they wouldn't be in the regional rings, or if they just don't have a good enough record.
0: Maybe it's just the wins. The the they don't have as good of wins. Yeah, their losses are to the top opponents. I don't know. That just because St. Mary's they were in here last year, so I don't know what.
1: Yeah, the deal I, would I, be I didn't them l- out. L- l- yeah, like I said, I don't think there is anything, but I. I Like I said, that's the only thing I could think of as to why they wouldn't have been in if they have as good a record, if they're as good a team.
0: But still, it makes it more worrisome now for Commerce. Don't you think that the four who wasn't in and the six who wasn't in, they're all moving on to the next round. They're both moving on to the next round. Even if one of them wins, don't you think at least one of them takes their spot and bumps Commerce down? And let's just say Angelo keeps winning. That means Angelo's going to pass Commerce.
1: So... I mean, I don't know if they're going to release a new one here in a couple minutes or not. Let's assume that if you've got a, you know, a four seed St. Mary and a six seed, and and this is four six in the conference tournament, not in the regional rankings, um, for either one of those teams to jump from out of the tenth, out of uh, behind the top ten into the field, they would pretty much have to win the tournament. The fact that they just got to this, you know, quarterfinal round. I don't think that's enough. I think they at least have to get to Sunday. They may have to win on Sunday, too, in order to get in. Now, we'll see if that I, changes, if there's another set of rankings that get so released. So
0: you think even I, – I understand possibly Angelo you know, mm-hmm. having to win it and yeah. obviously Kingsville having to win it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that St. Mary's or Midwestern have to win it.
1: I think Midwestern has to win it. Uh, I don't know about St. Mary. I, I don't know I about think- St. Mary's, but that's the thing that's like, if St. Mary's isn't even in the top ten, how do you go from you know not being in the top ten to being in the top eight by beating the twelve seed? Like that doesn't sound right to me. So I think they've got to make it to Sunday before they would get consideration.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know because I mean in conference, BJ St. Mary's and Commerce are tied. Um, As far as, you know, their record goes, you know, Commerce probably has the advantage because they beat them. Um, But, um, you know, in Midwestern, Midwestern is one game behind, you know, St. Mary's is tied. So (laughs) if St. Mary's makes it to the final, I think that's all they have to do. They don't have to win it. Midwestern, that's really close because, I mean, it's a team that's under or like overachieving in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, and if they make it to the final, it's like, dang, I mean, You have to consider it, you know, and maybe even Angelo State, because they're also one game behind, you know, Midwestern actually technically, technically we're all tied Commerce, St. Mary's and Midwestern Commerce has the advantage, I would assume, because they beat both of those teams Um, Commerce and St. Mary's at nine and five Midwestern at ten and
1: six. I think they they either split with St. Mary's or they lost to St. Mary's because St. Mary's was four. They they didn't have the advantage.
0: I don't, I don't, it, to me, they had to have won to be, I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. It, hold on. Sorry. That's weird. Cause the bracket has, well on the website, Lone Star Conference has commerce at four, but the bracket had them at five.
1: That's weird.
0: Now I'm confused. Now, uh, yeah. I,
1: I don't understand. Cause if you know, you'd think that the website would have it the same as the bracket. Cause then you wouldn't have to play Tuesday. You'd already be guaranteed to be in Frisco.
0: Man, I don't even know. I honestly don't think – man, I'm going to go as far as to say I don't think any of those three teams right there have to win it. They just uh, have to make the final. Because the records don't are know. so close, BJ. It's just a one-game difference with even Angelo. I I, mm,
1: I I don't know. I think I think for – that that's the thing, though, is like, you know, with Angelo being there, I don't think they have to win it to get in. But Midwestern and and Mary's St. Mary's not even being on that top ten is is what's you, you don't know, think they would
0: rob a UT Tyler spot?
1: UT Tyler wouldn't be in. They only take the top eight. There's sixty four teams. Where was where
0: was UT Tyler? At? The they were nine in that. They were nine. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't notice they were nine.
1: Yeah, three, four, five, okay, six, so... seven. Yeah, so there's eight eight regions, eight yeah, teams from it's... each region. That's your sixty four.
0: But they could take the place of a St. Ed's. St. Ed's is that 8th spot. I know Uh, they won, but... I mean, mean, they they make the final and St. Ed's goes out next game, then...
1: Potentially, yeah. I mean, St. Ed's is in a little bit worse shape than than we are.
0: Yeah, so St. Mary's... I mean, those teams that aren't in St. Mary's and... Um, Midwestern have a chance to take Saint Edward's spot.
1: Yeah, but it's I probably, think Commerce probably, would still be ahead of them.
0: Yeah, they would. Yeah, just, okay, they might so just, it just they might just drop down from where yeah, they are. So
1: it just just turned to two thirty, and they haven't updated anything. But I'll keep an eye out for uh, see if anything drops on uh, on social media first.
0: We'll take a look at the men's side of things, the men's NCAA bracketology. BJ, let's let's test your spelling. Okay. I'm just kidding, you know how to spell oh, bracketology. I was about I to say. That's I think I do, yeah. <laughs> too easy, too easy. But it's let's just
1: bracket and ology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's take a look at what we've got here. The guy that does it on the men's side, Mr. Joe Linardi. been doing it for quite quite some a time. Long time. Joey yeah. brackets. Was I were we alive? I think we might have been I, I we might have so. been little kids yeah. or something. Babies. We're, we're, pooping we're, diapers.
1: I, yeah, I was about to say I don't I don't remember the first ones that he did, but I he's, know he's always been, been associated with it,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's been 20 plus years. I just didn't know the exact
1: mm-hmm.
0: number where it was, but been doing it a long time. Bracket watch uh top overall seed so far. You know, still got conference tournaments to go on. There are still some games to be played. Uh top overall seed so far, Gonzaga. First team out gonna be one that's a familiar name, B.J. Loyola, Chicago. Yeah, that's it's has, gonna
1: be very interesting to watch that.
0: Yeah, who has made some damage in the tournament in the past, and uh, they have the, their secret weapon, Sister Jean.
1: Yeah, this is the first year without Porter Moser. Uh, he was he he got to uh, he got the head coaching gig uh, at Oklahoma, and so uh, a team that we'll I'm sure talk about here in just a moment. Uh, but his old squad doing just fine without him, uh, just kind of in in a little bit precocious territory in terms of whether they'll be able to, to sneak their way in again or not.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. They have a chance, but not, maybe not too strong of one as they have had in the past. Um, and, uh, last team in Rutgers, uh, Rutgers BJ, um, I don't know if you're on the betting side of sports. I'm just kidding. I do know know the answer to that. Uh, (laughs) And listeners out there, and especially you listen to those DraftKings promos within the podcast, you've heard enough about this betting stuff by now. Um, (laughs) Rutgers ahead of, I believe, I want to say this weekend, they were on like a five-game streak of beating ranked opponents.
1: Mm -hmm. And they've just
0: been on a little dud lately. they just a little skid. Yeah, dropped, dropped at least back to back games. I think so far they might they have used, they used up third. all their
1: good karma uh, for those games, and then they uh, they lost. I mean, the Big Ten is just a gauntlet, yeah. though. Drew.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it built them enough rapport to like still keep them in the tournament. Like those mm-hmm. those wins were good enough and mattering enough that no matter oh, what these losses lately looked like, they're still in right now. And if yeah. they just get back to winning, that they'll be fine and they'll be good to go and be ready for the tournament.
1: Basically the equation for a lot of these teams to avoid at this part of the year is you don't want to go into selection Sunday with three straight L's. A lot of teams have a game or two still remaining in the regular season. And then, you know, they've got one guaranteed game in the conference tournament. Uh, As long as you don't go 0-3 in those uh, games, then you should be fine.
0: On the bubble, Mr. Lenardi. First four buys going to Creighton, San Francisco, Wank Forest, and Michigan. The last four in on the bubble Memphis, San Diego State, Indiana, and of course, Rutgers. First four out, as we mentioned, Loyola, Chicago, BYU. Oregon who had a pretty good win recently. So this is a little mm-hmm. bit, mm, they've been playing good and SMU who has also yeah. been pushing teams to the brink are out. In the first yeah. Four so, hours. so I mean, um, there's a,
1: a lot to like with these four teams. Drew uh, Loyola yeah. Chicago is kind of, kind of the one that, that stands out to me. Uh, they've been a really good team out there in, in the Missouri Valley uh, all season, but because of a couple recent string of, of uh, games, They've got one of the best uh non-conference records in terms of like strength of schedule and everything, but mm-hmm. they fell to fourth in their conference tournament. So they're not even, you know, the top seed. They're going to have to fight and claw their way to uh to get their bid.
0: Yeah. And for for the end of it here, the next four out, we have Virginia Tech, Florida, St. Bonaventure, and Dayton.
1: Yeah. So Drew, here's, here's the thing with some of these teams, I'll tell you just a little bit uh, in general. Um, BYU is, is very interesting as well. Uh, The West coast conference, just as a whole, you mentioned San Francisco in the last four buys, there's already three teams, potentially four from the West coast conference, which is not known as a, you know, a power conference. They're not, usually a a conference that gets more than one or two teams in that's the Gonzaga conference. So every year you're pretty much guaranteed to see Gonzaga as long as the sun rises in the East and Gonzaga doesn't have just a a full letdown season. They make the tournament. And then it usually comes down to who you schedule in the non-conference. San Francisco has been really good this year. BYU, they started off really well. They just took too many bad losses. And I just don't know, If they're going to be able to overcome it, I think they're going to have to win the conference tournament. Um, I was going to say Oregon, they swept UCLA. I think that they, out of these first four, will probably have the best chance of knocking somebody out in the last four end because they're also, uh, I think Oregon and SMU are the two that still have games before the conference tournament. Loyola, Chicago, and BYU, they're already in conference tournament time. We'll see them this weekend fighting for their uh bubble lives.
0: Yeah, to me, um, BJ and you know this is kind of recent, but you know, they, they got him back. Um SMU doesn't have a lot of big wins that are notable. You know oh, they, they they beat, beat Houston, Houston yeah. but Houston beat them recently. Um yeah. at each home each team
1: defended their home court. Yeah. yeah.
0: At home they barely got past Houston though. And then yeah. when it came to, you know, visiting Houston, they got beat down. Um, so, I mean, and, you know, noting out of these teams that are the first four out and you talk about Oregon, they lost to Oregon early in the season, got blown out by them as a matter of fact. Yeah. So Oregon will definitely have the, uh, the leg up as far as, you know, who would get in probably in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look at SMU's schedule as soon as uh, everything will, buffer uh they lost that game uh back early in the season when Oregon was still ranked Oregon has kind of dropped off since then and that's why they're on the bubble they had some injuries they had some covid i think and that's part of the reason why um uh, they they had some struggles um uh, but you are you're right Drew uh other than Houston i think their best win would probably have to be Dayton uh Maybe the the season sweep of Memphis is mm-hmm. looking really good right now, Drew. Um, but other than that, they do like some. They really could have used that sweep of Houston. If they could have gotten that, then I think they would have been in really good shape.
0: Would have been monumental, you know. You know, um, taking them down at home on the road that proves that you know they're really beating that team. Like it wasn't just a fluke win. You know, escaping yeah. by two on their home court. But you know it is what it is at this point. And um, BJ, I just I, I had this. It's not a random thought, but a random recollection of uh, what we did last year. Remember, uh, we had some bracket, had some bracket games going on, uh, some tournament challenge. Oh some yeah. Tournament challenge bracket for the uh, for the lowdown, and uh, um, we can. Uh, as I'm deciding this on the fly, do another one of those. For the men I and think, the women's side, I think and do that's a, a great idea. Yeah, do a giveaway sounds like a good deal. Yeah, more details on that to come. Because
1: I was gonna say, I, I, I was gonna say you're gonna have to do better than me last year, Drew. I was the the winner with the women's bracket. I didn't win in the men's side, but I was really close. So you guys got gotta get gotta get those picks in. Gotta be better. Come on! I'm not you're eligible remember. to win, but I'm PJ, still gonna claim bragging rights.
0: Do you remember the team that I picked to make a run? We've said their name
1: in the men's side of things. Yes. Let's see. Last year, the men's team that you picked to make a run, did you pick UCLA? Nope. No. Rutgers. Rutgers.
0: And they they had one one. And I was like, oh, BJ, here they come. Here they Rutgers. come. And then they and got then, like blown yeah. out. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's all
1: it's all about matchups at yeah. that point in the year, Drew.
0: Yeah. Ooh. But. You know, hey, you might see that type of pick again. I don't know.
1: I, I like I like the bold picks, Drew. I, I don't think any of us really saw necessarily UCLA coming out of nowhere to make the Final Four, but they had a good team.
0: Oh, I want to. You know, if I win, like, what do I? What do we do if we win our own bracket challenge? You know, like, we get we
1: get bragging rights because we do get I'm
0: bragging. Not. I want those. I want those for sure. We,
1: unless, unless, I mean, unless you don't want to do a giveaway, that just seems a little mean. Though, eh, be nice. have... I'll be nice. I'll <laughs> be like, nice. I'm a giver. I'm a give, I'm a give stuff. Yeah, it's it is the season for giving because it's yes. madness.
0: And this one, this one will be exclusive lowdown merch. Oh, within this giveaway,
1: you know what? I, you know what? I'm glad you said that because look at me rocking, rocking the lowdown merch. And Drew, 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 I'm gonna put Uh this right. I'm gonna Uh. put this right behind my head.
0: Get real comfy with that lowdown pillow. Let's go. go. Yes, sir. A definitely. I have to. Yeah. There we go. Oh yeah. Get cozy. Hey. Hey. Get cozy, bro. Heck yeah. (laughs) Oh yes. All right, I this bracket, that. BJ, is going to be a lot of fun when it comes tournament time. Um, um, who who do you think has the possibility, um, out of these teams that we listed, to have a buy to no longer have a buy?
1: Okay, I'm. Let's see. So if you've got those four teams again, because my uh, browser is being a little dumbing right now. Thank you. It is Creighton. Okay.
0: San Francisco, mm-hmm. Wake Forest, and Michigan.
1: Uh, out of those four teams, Drew, Michigan is on the slippy, the slip, slickest of slopes. Let's see, it's the slip, the most slippery slope, <laughs> if I can speak. Thufren Sakatash. Thuff, uh, Michigan has 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 a really good team. They also, similar to uh, Oregon, they got into a spot where a lot of their uh, non-conference games got uh, canceled because of COVID. And then they had some issues and, and they were, weren't fully healthy. They've had a lot of games moved around and rescheduled because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a good team. It's just if they if they can't stay healthy, uh, you know, they've got, I think they've got two games remaining. They've got uh, Ohio state this weekend. And I think they've got somebody else before that. Um but they had a big win over mm. Michigan State la- just last night, in fact. Uh, that should help them.
0: Yeah. I, I'm. I scrolled down this bracket a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find Texas for us. Uh, okay. To hook them. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to play that first round game. I hope it changes. <laughs> I who, want who to be else. Uh, it's Iona.
1: Oh Yeah. Cause Rick Pitino, squad. I, yeah.
0: I don't want to see him in the first round. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, no. Someone else can have those problems. I don't, I don't want Texas to be upset like that because <laughs> it's a real possibility with Rick Patino and his, yeah. his squad out there. Um, geez, that's tough. Yeah. Hopefully that changes up. Um, so we can get a little bit more favorable situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. You know, somebody could make a run in the conference tournament, win it, and just, mm-hmm. you know, those things happen. It's the mat- – we're in March. The it's, madness it's madness. Yeah. began on Tuesday. The madness began on Tuesday. The day that March begins, the madness begins.
1: I, I would argue, Drew, that the madness began last Saturday when there were seven of the top ten teams – that fell that's the, uh, the
0: that's, the, that's the teaser that's the teaser that's <laughs> the that was the, te- the, the appetizer a little little drizzle <laughs> on top the 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 thing that makes it all pretty the potpourri
1: oh my goodness
0: a lot but uh yeah man I'm inside it's, it's it's gonna be fun i'm looking forward to it. you know hopefully texas can can make some waves. been been looking for texas to do some stuff for a while um, um by the team i'm obviously rooting for duke blue devils uh rocking trying to get a championship coach k in his last year
1: they just won the uh acc regular season crown and they'll be the one seed in the acc tournament next week it's the first time i think in like 12 or 13 years in fact true
0: yeah
1: it's uh are they a 2 seed right now, or they uh where are they
0: i just lost them
1: Yeah, I've got them right here as a two seed. Two seed
0: seed in the Greenville part of the bracket. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. They'd be heading to to San Antonio right now because uh, that's the Baylor uh, bracket.
0: Yeah. South region.
1: Drew, I mean, can I talk about just uh, indulge me for a second? A team that is near and dear to me, a team that probably you won't find two better wins the last two games out than this team. Uh, they've really solidified, I think, their spot in the bracket at, at this point because of these two wins. Okay, that would be the TCU Horned Frogs.
0: Oh man, oh,
1: they jumped man. from being on the out, almost on the outside looking in, because of how tough the Big Twelve is, to getting back-to-back wins at home over number nine Texas Tech, and then just uh, Tuesday night they had uh, Kansas. They had number six Kansas, I believe. Come in, and and they beat both those teams. It's the first time they've beaten Kansas in like nine years, I want to say. And with those two wins, I don't think you can find two better wins at this point in the uh in in the season, unless you go and and beat Kansas again on Thursday. Obviously, this episode drops Friday. We'll we'll know more by then as to what happened. But we were recording on Wednesday. Um, those 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 two wins. I think have elevated TCU from being. I mean, they're still not solidified in because you know uh, a lot can happen. But basically, it's that don't don't go zero and three. If you can get a win on Saturday at West Virginia, I think you're in. I think you're locked in.
0: I definitely have some significant wins, BJ. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was uh I was one of those guys that bet against them as Kansas was traveling on the road to try and beat him at home. I was like, surely. I
1: told you. I should have told you not to. Mm.
0: I saw that they beat, what was it, Tech, right? Texas Tech, yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw that they beat Tech. You know, our our good buddy Tyler was at the game, and he witnessed that. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? You know, sometimes those things happen. But I thought I was like, Kansas, you know, take it on the road. You know, handle TCU. But TCU seems to be feeling themselves. Um, they yeah. got a, uh, a product at the school that I'm covering high school right now Sulphur Springs they got a player out there mm-hmm. playing for them so shouts out to him even though mm-hmm. I didn't get to cover him um but uh, you know yeah TCU is making you know big waves and big wins here at the end and if they can you know mm-hmm. get keep winning then I don't see why not that I, I'll, t-
1: I'll tell you for Thursday you can I think you can feel a little bit more confident that in that Kansas bed I'll tell you that I, I just Playing on the road in, in college basketball, it's always tough, no matter who it is and who you're playing, who you are. Texas on Saturday just won by one point at West Virginia. They had to oh
0: yeah eke it that out. That right? came in clutch. Yes. That was a clutch yeah. one. Uh, that was I knew because they were they were having they were having troubles with West Virginia. It was being they were being pesky. Mm-hmm. And
1: and that's um, what West Virginia does. They are a pesky team.
0: Yeah, I think we won by what did you
1: say we won by? one point i'm pretty sure one
0: point so yeah, yeah they were making a, a comeback at the end and i was i was looking at the the bit the lines online like oh, man okay money line okay that's not gonna be reasonable for a while if it is i'm not gonna catch it mm-hmm. and then like i was waiting for one to two longhorns win to hit plus 500 just sitting there camping on it and then we got like within four and i said oh my god Boom, got it, and that thing smacked. It was beautiful. It was lovely. Shout out to uh, those two missed free throws at the end of the game by our star. <laughs> Shout out for being a real trooper there and helping your boy out. Oof. But uh, yeah. Longhorns, I, uh, I hope that they can do some damage, bro. Um, but yeah, um, more more so than anything because it's more so a possibility of the Duke blue devils go out with a championship for coach K they've got the team Mm -hmm. to do it. And that's a perfect send off for uh, arguably the best coach in, you know, men's college basketball history.
1: Yeah. He's going to get, I think he's going to get to 1200 wins before he retires. I think they're only like two or three away. uh, And I think it's very easy that, that he gets there before. In fact, I mean, I don't want him to finish with just 1200 because that would mean they didn't win at all. Right. Sounds like, uh, by the way, folks, and, and if you're going to join our tournament challenge, it sounds like Drew has already revealed who he's going to take to win it all. So go ahead and pick something else so that you can win, okay?
0: <laughs> oh, so you don't think he's going to win it. Okay.
1: I didn't say that. I'm just saying so they can win.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sticking with Duke. It doesn't matter. I want to win. And it still matters about the path. They could beat me by percentage. That is true. Somebody else could pick Duke and, you know, pick the better path and, you know, beat me by yeah. a 90% to an 89. Yeah. cry, but.
1: Yeah. That could happen. It is possible. It is possible.
0: It, it is indeed possible. Lots of possibles coming up, you know, this weekend and in the next week, BJ, for the men's side and mm-hmm. the women's side. Yeah. But the men is what's coming up first and their tournament starts first. As well, BJ, man. Drew, before
1: we move on, I want to talk about a couple games on Saturday that should be oh, interesting to go. watch for. Uh, this is going to be in <sighs> terms of regards to the bubble. So if you'll indulge me for just a second, go ahead. Uh, these games on Saturday, as they slowly but surely come up on my screen, <laughs> um, these are going to be the ones that you're going to want to keep an eye on because. There's gonna be uh okay. Well let's let's come back to that maybe because I'm getting an error screen. <laughs> You've gotta love technology, Drew. It gotta love it. Does not cooperate sometimes.
0: It does not like to cooperate. It's really really pesky.
1: It really is. It really is. It's
0: that darn Wi Fi.
1: I don't think that's what it is this time around. No, it just says time. some, yeah. It just says something about like page not found, and then it's like, well, that's, that's not right. Yeah.
0: It's like it doesn't say that you're like you lost internet, but it bugs out for a second and then and then it like back. refreshes and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, it. we can always come back to yeah, but hoop fans. The latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360, windmill good. That good? New customers can bet just $1, I hit my mic, on any (laughs) team and get $150 in free bets if they win it. Is that simple?
1: Yeah, Drew. Sports books aren't available in your state yet. Don't worry, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings daily daily fantasy basketball contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with just their first deposit.
0: Download the DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just one dollar on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: 21-plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void or prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. All right, Drew, I'm still not going to look like we're going to get our men's scoreboard pulled up. So why don't we go ahead and switch gears and talk about... The women's side of things, women's bracketology. You were nice enough to talk about the top overall seed on the men's side. So, why don't I return the favor for the women's side? Uh-huh. No surprises here, Drew. The top overall seed has Easy. been, yeah, unanimous number one all year long the South Carolina Gamecocks. That's not a surprise. Uh, they nearly got it all done last year. I think they got lost in the semifinals, if I'm not mistaken to eventual national champion Stanford. I think they're gonna uh I think they're gonna be able to get to the national championship game this year. That's it's gonna oh, be yeah. very interesting. I, I think this has got to be their window this I year. This,
0: I think this is the year.
1: On the other side of things, Drew, the last team in the bracket at the moment is from the Big Ten. That's the Northwestern Wildcats. Mm. On the other side of the coin, the first team out is the Florida State Seminoles. So uh, the final top 16 reveal came out Monday, and there were some interesting surprises. Uh, Indian and Tennessee remained on the list of the top 16, while Oregon, Notre Dame, and North Carolina did not make the cut. Uh, they have better records in uh, all those different categories that the committees look at their record against the the top 25, top 50, top 100 uh net wins and so it's it's just interesting there's you know four teams from the Big 10 and four from the Big 12 plus you got uh Yukon outside of the top 16 it looks like or yeah let's see they were number 9 on the committee's list after being 11th in the reveal a couple weeks ago so that it could be interesting to watch North Carolina climb because Paige, uh, Paige Buchers, I think, right? Paige, uh, Paige is back for UConn. I think it's still Beckers. Beckers? Okay. I, I, I was uh, – make sure I say that right. Yeah, but with her coming back from that uh, scary injury she suffered earlier in the season, I, I think that UConn's uh, problems that they had – without her and and even without her they didn't do all that bad they just they probably would have won some of those games they lost Drew, if if she had been uh playing and healthy and in the lineup but UConn's still a good team and and you know I mean it I'm not saying that uh they're going to go on a run but watch out
0: I mean you know Yukon's always in um in the conversation so I mean, especially with their star back as as she gets back into motion, you know, just steadily easing her way back into things. I think they'll, I mean, you really have a whole lot to worry about with, with that squad there.
1: Yeah. So it looks like they're on their way towards maybe a a two seed. Uh, As of right now, Yukon is in that area of, uh, let's see, I think they right now are a three seed. Yeah. they are a three seed in the Greensboro region. So right now, if it didn't change, they are in the same bracket as South Carolina. So Again. that could be a very interesting uh, Elite Eight matchup.
0: And let me correct myself. I was wrong. You were right. It is Buchers. Okay. As Page far as Bukers. the pron- pronunciation.
1: Okay. Sweet. Drew, on the bubble, here's some more teams. Uh, The last four by safely in the field at this time, the Washington State Cougars, Missouri State Bears, the Kentucky Wildcats, and the Miami Hurricanes. The last four teams in that would be playing in the first four matchups, Missouri Tigers, Gonzaga, Boston College, and Northwestern. We mentioned Northwestern being the last team in. The first team out, Florida State. The next three behind them, Villanova, DePaul, Ugh. and Mississippi State. Followed by the next four out behind them: Duke, Rhode Island, Tulane, and UMass. Drew, I mean, we're looking at the bracket. Um, NC State as an automatic qualifier and a one seed.
0: And let's talk about this. Um... Well. Actually, hold on. Now that I'm looking at it, let me take that back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let me take that back. Yeah, I I think a, a team like DePaul's got to win their their tournament, right? You know, to make it in. Okay. Because it... they've only won one of their ranked games this season, and they've played about six or seven uh, yeah. One canceled against UConn, and their one win was against Kentucky. Uh, at Kentucky, though, which is good, uh, mm-hmm. 94-85. But they took an early season loss to Texas A&M by 20. Uh, Arizona lost by eight earlier in the season shortly after that. Uh, Five-point loss to Notre Dame. I mean, these some of these are close, but you know, some of these are not that I'm getting to. Um, UConn by 12. They didn't have Paige at the time. So, I mean, that kind of makes it look worse. It could have been worse if they had her probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and then UConn, again, recently still didn't have Paige. And <laughs> they beat them by 24, or UConn beat them by 24. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every time they've had to, you know, step up to a ranked game and get, you know, yeah, make it, make it count, you know, give them a boost to make their case to make the tournament, they lost them. Um, some of them were closer than I thought they were. Um, I thought there were more um, wide gap losses than there were, but you know some of them were just double digit. Uh, but yeah, two of them were twenty point losses, one to UConn and uh, the other to A and M. But uh, they have a beast on the squad, bro. Uh, Anisha Morrow setting the regular season record with twenty three straight double doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be so unfortunate to not see that team in the tournament.
1: Yeah uh you know which interesting matchup I think uh could be in the second round drew uh, and, and you probably know why this would be uh, I'm looking at the Spokane region you tell me you don't oh. want to see a Stanford Kansas State matchup in that uh in that second round there what we
0: got here Stanford Kansas State
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: I mean, there's going to be a lot of interesting possibilities here.
1: Yeah, because um, you've got the – the um, I, I can't remember what her name is, but that uh, player for Kansas State that scored, uh, what was it, 70 points?
0: Or 50 points?
1: I, I can't remember if it was oh, 70 50. or 50. It may have been like 50. 50. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Ioka Lee, that's that's who it is. How many she was She leads it? the uh, – Let's see, I'm looking for a number. They scored ninety-four as a team. I'm gonna find the Oh she in had a sixty-one.
0: Second.
1: Sixty-one, thank you. And it was she, yeah,
0: Ayoga Lee.
1: Yeah. She uh
0: center. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Yeah about that. She's game. got the
1: best field goal percentage on the team at fifty-six percent shooting. She leads all scores, averaging nearly twenty-three points a game. Um, you know, they played they played some good teams this year and, and came up just a little bit short. They lost by 21 at nc state they lost by 21 at south carolina they've lost games by three to iowa state they lost at texas tech that's a little bit surprising they got swept by iowa state that's not really surprising uh they got swept by texas that's not really surprising They beat um, baylor one time they did beat baylor that's probably their their best win and it was uh, at home by nine they, they blew
0: um, out oklahoma
1: Mm-hmm. that game that she scored 61 in. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a very interesting matchup in the in the second round if if they if get that matchup to watch uh, Ioka Lee take on Stanford.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, their Baylor win is null and void now because, you know, they just played them a handful of games ago and got blown out by 45 points.
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's null and void, but it, it's I mean forty five point I know. I know that's, I know.
0: that's gotta be but, a push. I, I get it if it was like a ten point margin but like okay, you beat us by nine, we beat you by ten. We're okay. Yeah. But
1: here here's the thing though the when the committee's looking at it, it's not you know I mean that does that does weigh a factor, but it's it's not like, you know, they're gonna punish you for, for losing a conference game to a really good team they oh, might no, not, not di- they might ding you a little bit for for not doing that well and, and not having a, a good game but i i don't think that's enough to you know to to say that you didn't get a win over them earlier in the season
0: it just kind of makes it lean more towards almost a fluke win because of how bad the other loss was yeah 45 well, and, points yeah and and
1: and I don't I, I can't remember. I don't know if, if, if uh Ioka was healthy for that game or not. She was uh, she was
0: play, I mean she played. I don't know about healthy, but she played. She the okay. highest score had ten points and that was Glenn. Yeah. So it was, I don't know, but maybe they just you, didn't you,
1: buy you, a bucket. You you and I know full well that playing at Baylor is a tough environment. whether it's women I'm, or men's, it's tough to get a win down there. So
0: I mean yeah, and like you stated earlier, road games are always tough in general. Um, mm. We'll see. Um, we'll see how they how they weigh it, and you know how how uh, Kansas State finishes things out. But I'm all for the early interesting matchups, possible upset situations. BJ, bring it here. Um, yeah, one one team that probably won't have to worry about that because they're just that good, and their coach is just that good. And that's the team we talked about earlier, South Carolina. Yeah. So, I think I hope, I, I hope it's a South Carolina and Duke year.
1: Yeah, I think South Carolina. I mean, they've got what could be, in my opinion, the most interesting uh, elite eight matchup out of. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's possible that you got like in the Wichita region, you could potentially see a Louisville Baylor kind of matchup uh, for the uh, a trip to go to the Final Four. I think I give the the nod to Baylor in that scenario. Uh, NC State potentially up against like a Texas or LSU in Bridgeport that could be uh, interesting to watch. There, Iowa's also in that region. Watch out for Iowa in the Sweet 16. If, if obviously, you know, this is just preliminary speculation, these aren't brackets that are finalized, so a lot can change, and we'll see when everything gets solidified here on the 13th. So, in just about, uh, oh, uh, You know, just over a week from now, when this episode drops, it'll be, uh, we'll have the brackets released and and we'll be breaking them all down here in in just a couple weeks on on where uh, certain upsets could happen and and teams to watch out for in certain matchups. I'm just, I I really think that that South Carolina potential matchup with UConn, if UConn can get past Michigan, and I think with a healthy Paige Buchers, that they absolutely could. I think South Carolina, Yukon, I think that would be the toughest test for South Carolina before they get to the national championship game. Potentially.
0: Sorry, sorry to double back on you here, BJ, but I okay. went back to some of our first four out on the women's side. And I had this mm-hmm. conversation with uh, one of our writers at WNBA lead, Kayla dos Santos mm-hmm. about Duke and, you know, them being out right now and, and why, well, mm-hmm. Duke started off, Duke's women started off the season hot. You know, they mm-hmm. started off 8-0, beat Iowa by 15. You know, they were rolling hot until they met South, South Carolina. And, it, and it's been a rocky slope since that loss, which was only by nine points. But it's been a really rocky slope. Uh, they had a game postponed after. Then they went 1-1 one one to finish 2021 that year. And to start 2022, they beat Notre Dame, number 17 team. Mm-hmm. Um then they had their next ranked matchup postponed. And then, ever since then, BJ, at the point where they were 11 and 2 to this point right now, they're 16 and 12. Mm. They bottomed out hard. Yeah, that's every tough. ranked matchup they've had since January. South yeah, actually, ever since they won their first game of 2022, they've dropped every ranked game. Mm. Stayed by 24. Uh, Louisville by 12, Georgia Tech by 13, NC State again by 15, North Carolina by almost 30. Mm. So they went from, oh, yeah, Coach Lawson is bringing this team back. They're going to make the tournament to February, winning three games and losing seven.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you talk about – like. As 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 tough as it's been, uh, you're looking at NC State. You've got Louisville. Those are two one seeds that are are both in the ACC. You know you've got other teams uh, as well that that just make things a whole lot uh, more interesting in the ACC. It's not really surprising to me that when you've got you know Miami in there as one of the last four buys a Boston College team, you got a North Carolina team. Uh, also in there, Florida State even ahead of them. You know, as many good teams as there are in the ACC, it, somebody's unfortunately going to have to take the brunt of it. And it's not like Duke hasn't won some good games and and built up enough of a case. They've just got to win some more games, and it may yeah. may come down to whether they win the tournament or
0: not. They haven't won many, and they're going to have to yeah. win the tournament, PJ. They have yeah. to win it. And they haven't had a good win since the first game of 2022.
1: Yeah.
0: And they've dropped every other potential one. And it's not just, you know, for the most part, dropping them. They're being beat by double digits and 20 plus points. Just they not went playing from, good
1: basketball at the wrong they time. They went
0: from, yeah, they went from starting off playing good basketball to just the switch turned off and unexplainable uh, 2022 record so far. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, I don't know where the bottom out began. I, there might be an injury I'm missing. I haven't got to keep up with, you know, their full season as much as I would like to, mm-hmm. just being in the, in the busyness of high school sports. But I'm um, just trying to figure out, like, if and if they didn't, then literally what's going on. If it was an injury to a star player, then that stuff kind of makes sense or something yeah. key that really kind of made, you know, was the um, – you know, the glue guy or girl, as they say, to a team mm-hmm. that, you know, could be a vital piece of their winning. Don't know, but they went from being a potentially good team. And I say potentially because they haven't been pre-Kara Larson mm-hmm. or Lawson, sorry, to a team that has lost their way, it seems. Yeah. So um, they're just going to have to re if they refined it magically and win that tournament, that will be outstanding and yeah. they're as we speak they're actually as we're recording this they're playing right now live on the ACC <laughs> network uh against Pittsburgh so we'll see if uh, if they even make it past this first game so we'll see how that how that goes for uh the Lady Blue Devils out there so um or the Blue Devils I should say um
1: I will have that one on my ACC network but yeah uh, I'll you know, I'll see if I can find it
0: I think it's yeah. Maybe it's uh, on no, ESPN it's, Plus. Yeah, it's on ESPN Plus. Okay, okay, but yeah, they uh, they got a big uphill climb, so we'll we'll see if they can pull it out. If anybody is going to lead them there and have them pull this out and win that tournament, it is uh, Kara Lawson.
1: Yeah, Drew. By the next time that we record, we will know the winners of these conferences on the women's side of things. We'll know who won the Ohio Valley, the ACC. The Southern, the Atlantic 10, the SEC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big South, the Sun Belt, the Big East, the Horizon League, the Summit, the West Coast. And I believe we will be close to knowing the Mountain West. It might be uh might come down to the very wires and if that game gets in before we record next week. But there's also gonna be some uh conference championships decided. Uh at the end of next week in, in the American, the Big Sky, the American East, the MAC, the SWAC, the MA- MEAC, or, yeah, the MEAC, and oh, the M. What's
0: a? Oh, Jesus Christ. There's so many.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's 32 conferences, 32 conference tournaments, the Ivy, the WAC, Conference USA, Big 12, Big West, NEC, the CAA, the Missouri Valley, the Southland, the Atlantic Sun, the Patriot, and the MAAC. I was trying to say that there's two Macs, believe it or not, Drew. There's the the Mid American Conference, and then there's the Mid American Athletic Conference, I believe.
0: Oh my lord! <laughs> That's too much. Too That's much. too much.
1: So we'll thirty two teams will will be in for sure by the uh, you know by the end of of next weekend uh, on Selection money. Sunday the thirteenth. So we'll, we'll, it's a lot to lot to watch out for there. Uh, if you would allow me, Drew, my scoreboard is working again for the men's side. I was going to just go over a quick couple games that uh, keep an eye on in terms of bubble watch for the men. Go ahead. I, ex- I expect TCU to to lose at Kansas on Thursday night, so they play at West Virginia at one o'clock on Saturday. That would be if they could win there. That would be win number twenty on the regular season. They'd have a nine and nine conference record, assuming they they don't upset kansas and and get a season sweep if they do that then they could lose at west virginia and i think they're in regardless even if they lose in the first round of the big 12 tournament uh and 20 is usually considered the magic number in terms of win total to get in uh the last game ever for mike shishetsky at cameron indoor stadium is going to be uh five o'clock on espn number four duke hosting none other than north carolina north carolina really could use a win to spoil and spoil the atmosphere in terms of their bubble watch. They've got a really good record on paper but other than that it's a little bit shaky. they' they just don't have a good quad win, quad one win is, is what they say. They could really use it at Duke. Um, other games to keep an eye on uh, ACC Bubble Virginia, they may already be out of it at 17 and 12. They're at Louisville. They really probably need to win the the conference tournament there. This one is probably one I'll be watching. These two teams could both have a case to get in as at-large teams. I think one of them could win the uh, Atlantic 10 tournament, though, Drew. Davidson is at Dayton. That's going to be 11.30 a.m. Central Time Saturday uh, in Dayton on USA Network. Miami uh, – Needs to avoid a road upset as they take on Syracuse. That's a noon game on ESPNU. And then other games to keep an eye on. Iona, they've got a uh, you know a good at-large bid case, but I think they could make it easier for themselves and just win the conference tournament. They get to host Quinnipiac. That's a noon game on ESPN3. Uh, Florida, they're a SEC bubble team. They've got number 7 Kentucky coming to town. That's a 1 o'clock game on CBS. They really could use a win there. Indiana is at number 8 Purdue. Big 10 bubble for Indiana. They could really use another win there to keep themselves in the tournament discussion. Virginia Tech at 19 and 11 has a road test with Clemson. Uh, That could be very interesting for them. And I won't go uh, and, and give you all the teams, Drew, but uh i think that those games and you know maybe one other uh <laughs> are are the ones to to keep an eye on for sure
0: we will keep an eye on those games indeed bj a lot of basketball still to be played around the corner go with it or quit it today ladies and gentlemen we will save it for the next time. And we, we might incorporate it in the big March Madness episode. Depends on how long we go uh, with those yeah. and when the brackets pop out. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, none today. But make sure you follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is the same, the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on Twitter and Instagram. Drop those follows. We got content coming out Um uh, about the episode, some teasers from it, and you know, of course, you know, the episodes we talked about that we will be uh, doing for March Madness. So, look out for those. Anyway, appreciate everybody that came through. Any lurkers over on the Twitch chat, appreciate the support. And that's gonna do it for this episode. And we will catch you again next time.
1: Peace.